What's New With You Week is brought to you by Aftershocks. Welcome to the sixth episode in this special seven-day, seven-episode, seven-guest series. During What's New With You Week, I've been catching up with past Allie on the Run show guests who have been up to some big, exciting, impressive things since they were last on the show. I hope you've been enjoying this series, and today I am thrilled to bring Gwen Jorgensen back to the show. Gwen made her Alley on the Run show debut back in January, soon after she and her family, that's her amazing husband Pat and their son Stanley, who just turned one, moved to Portland, Oregon. Gwen had recently announced her big goal, to transition from being an Olympic gold medal winning triathlete into a hardcore runner, a gold medal runner. Gwen is training with the Bowerman Track Club under Jerry Schumacher's coaching with the goal of making the 2020 U.S. Olympic marathon team and winning gold in Tokyo. So how's it going so far? Let's find out. All right, Gwen Jorgensen, welcome back to the Alley on the Run show. I am thrilled to have you here today. Yes, I'm excited as well. It was such a blast last time. Yeah, so you are constantly on the go. You are a very busy, very hardworking woman, and we have a lot to catch up on. Before we do that, remind everyone who you are, where you're from, and what you do. I am Gwen Jorgensen. I am currently living in Portland, Oregon, and I won the gold medal in Rio in the triathlon, but I am now switching focus and running with the Bowerman Track Club, um, going after marathon running. Such a casual bio, Gwen. I love it. <laughs> All right. So you were on the show at the very, at the very beginning of this year. And at the time, you actually hadn't officially announced that you were going to be training with the Bowerman Track Club. We just knew you were in Portland, and we all kind of were speculating. So <laughs> I want to go back to that. How did you end up with Bowerman? Why Bowerman? And tell me about what that process was like. Yeah, I think, you know, the why is, I think, obvious. Um, you know, Jerry is a phenomenal coach. He just really knows how to take athletes and and you know make them perform you know in the last quad the last olympic cycle seven of his eight women qualified for the olympics and you know just recently shelby houlihan and courtney um set american records and so you know he just has this huge pedigree of of athletes and for me i really wanted to find a a group of people that I could train with, people that I could learn from, people that um, could make me better. I really learned from my triathlon career that I perform better when I have other people around me to push me on a daily basis. And the the Bowerman babes are so incredible, just motivating, encouraging, um, uplifting, always there to to help you. And it's, it's something that's really unique, I think, to find in a group. And so that's kind of the, the why. Um, and then, you know, how I feel so fortunate that, um, Jerry let me join. Um, you know, it's a, a group that I think is in very high demand. I know it's in high demand and Jerry, I think though he has a, a soft spot, I think in his heart for me, because both, we were both born in Waukesha, Wisconsin. We both, um, you know, I was running at Wisconsin when he was coaching there. So we have all these connections. And um, I think he just had a little bit of a, a soft spot in his heart for me. So how does that work when you're at your level, when you're someone who's so accomplished? Do you reach out to them and say, hey, I'm interested in joining? Or were they courting you? What is how does that relationship work? Oh, it was definitely me um, courting Jerry, you know, I just switching sports. Um, you know, I had 
I had contacted a few coaches three or four years ago, and um, Jerry was one of them. So, you know, I had kind of had this idea. I'd planted the seed a while back, and um, yeah, I, w- I was definitely the one uh, trying to get in, <laughs> knocking so, at the door. And now that you're on the team, what's that like? What's it like being a Bowerman babe? Oh, it's so much fun. The girls are just, they're just so incredible. Like, they're really encouraging. They're always helpful. Um, you know, I got to spend a month training with Shalane Flanagan. It was just me and her at an altitude camp. So it was very, um, you know, intimate and every day I was running with her. And, you know, during that month we were basically best friends cause you just share everything every day. You just talk about everything. And it was so fun to be able to learn from the best and, and to see what she did and, you know, just really see how she presents herself on a daily basis, how she prepares for workouts, things like that. I, I found really, um, beneficial. And, you know, then just the rest of the group, I was with the entire group up in Mammoth Lakes just a a couple months ago. And just so fun to see somebody like Shelby really, um, you know, come through and really start to, um, you know, she's been working hard for a year and a half, two years with Jerry. And I feel like she's just starting to kind of see the fruits of those labors um, come through. It's just, it's, it's incredible. So tell me some of the biggest things that you've learned, because what I think is really cool about the Bowerman group is that you're all obviously these badass runners, but everyone has their specialty and their distance. You're not all marathoners or (laughs) on the track. So I think that's cool. So I would love to learn a little bit more about what you've learned being around women who are working on so many different goals and distances. I mean, that could be like a 20 day response. (laughs) Not a fair question. (laughs) Um, You know, I think um, somebody like I'm going back to Shelby again, just because she's performing so well right now. But, you know, I learned from her that if you do put the work in and you have the long game in mind that you will, um, you know, be successful under Jerry. You know, I, I remember last year, I don't she wasn't getting the results that she wanted, but she was doing the work that Jerry prescribed and she was showing up every day and she was doing it and she didn't see that immediate success, but she just kept doing it. And in the end it's really paying off and she's only going to become a better runner. So I, you know, I learned from people like that and watching those transitions from some of the girls that have kind of gone through this. It's that, um, you know, Jerry really does know what he's doing and you need to, you tell him at your big goals and, and he helps you get to those, those big goals. And, you know, then just, you know, I guess some from some of the older athletes from like Amy and Shalane, it's it's great to learn little things. Like I come from triathlon where our most important workout of the day was in the afternoon. And in running, we do the the biggest workout in the morning. So just seeing, you know, how they prepare and wake up and um, go into those runs, you know, how early do you need to wake up and how do you eat differently because the workout, your first workout is longer and harder and, um, you know, as well, I learned things like in, in triathlon, we had three workouts a day and, um, we kind of did them at the same time every day, but, you know, talking to Shalane and Amy, a lot of times between runs, it's important to have as much rest and recovery as possible. So, you know, trying to make the early run earlier in the afternoon or second run later in the day is just these little things that I can pick up on and learn from them is, is incredible. And we talk so much about all of the women on the Bowerman uh, track club, you know, and and all the lessons to learn from them, how great, how inspiring you all are. 
we don't talk as much about Jerry. And I know it's because he's <laughs> so behind the scenes and he doesn't do a lot of interviews. But I need you to tell me, what is it about Jerry that not only has people flocking to the group, but also that has the, everyone in the group performing so well? What is it about him? Well, if I told you that, then everyone would do it. Dang, that's and true. I that's know. true. Good no, point. You know, <laughs> so I think, you know, Jerry does just a phenomenal job of knowing what workouts will get athletes to perform. And he really, he always is thinking he's like this, just like a, a mad scientist almost. Um, you know, he has all these thoughts going through his head and he knows, you know, each athletes, he knows what their one, you know, a race of the year is and everything they do within that year is to prepare and focus for that one race. And he can just really, I think he does a great job at seeing the big picture and how you're going to get to, to that end goal. And I think, you know, a lot of times athletes get caught up in the here and now and, and don't really aren't really able to see that in the future. And he obviously just does an incredible job at, at writing workouts and, um, you know, knowing what athletes need to do to perform on race day. You know, he instills in us a lot of tools to be successful. And then when race day comes, he's not someone who's, um, you know, trying to make these, you know, crazy things happen on race day, you know, he kind of prepares us so that when we show up at the race, we're, we're ready to go. And, um, I think that's also kind of a unique trait of his. And what's he like on race day? Is he pretty chill with his athletes? Does he kind of just step back and watch or is he stressed out? What's his, what's his MO on race day? Oh man, you know, I haven't had too many races, um, with him there. There's been a couple, I'd say, you know, he, if he's stressed out, he doesn't really let it factor into the athletes. But I definitely think he sometimes gets um, not nervous, but excited because he wants he's seen all the hard work that we have athletes have put in. And he really just wants us to succeed. He's he's never someone who wants the results for himself. Like he would never, you know, go out and be like, oh, I coached four time American record holder, or this person <laughs> and that person, you know, he like honestly is just there because he cares about the athletes and he wants to see them be happy because he's seen how much work they do. And, um, you know, so on race day, if he has any sort of nerves, that's where I think it comes from. But, you know, normally, um, he just kind of, we talk, you know, before a race, you talk about what, you know, a race strategy would be or your, what, um, your we're expecting. And, um, then when it comes to the actual race time, he's, he's kind of hands off, you know, if you're on the track, he'll give splits and stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's, uh, He's very, he prepares us for the, for the day, for sure. That's awesome. Well, we know that there are a couple days that you're preparing for down the road. We know the last time you were on the show, you had just announced your goal to not just make the 2020 Olympic marathon team, but to make it to the Olympics and get the gold medal. So you're a few months into training. You know, I know that that's not till 2020, but I have to imagine that's on your mind now. So how's your training going and what does it look like? Is that the thing that's on your mind every day or are you kind of breaking it up up until that point or kind of where's your head at? Where's your body at? <laughs> I wish my body was uh, ahead, of, <laughs> ahead of where it is. Um, you know, this is definitely, um, you know, a transition that's going to take time. And, uh, you know, I definitely want it to happen overnight, but it, it, it won't. And, you know, right now my body's in the point of where we're just we have to build miles and we have to run big mileage because I'm trying to run against these women who have been running for years and years and years and they just have the miles in their legs and I don't so um you know right now I'm, I'm trying to to learn how to run 
on tired legs, which is, which is difficult. It's something different for me. Um, I'm not used to it and, um, I'm adapting, you know, I had just a shocker of a workout this week. Um, it was, I just was, my jaw was on the floor. I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe that I ran that slow. Um, but you know, I know it's because I'm running these miles and I know that, you know, we're playing this long game and I need to just keep thinking of that, that big goal in the future. But at the same time, you know, the Olympic trials are coming up very quickly and, you know, that's kind of the, the next big focus race. So, you know, I'm going to be doing a, a fall marathon and, um, you know, I look forward to, to being able to get that experience. You know, I think a lot of these races I'm doing right now, we're, we're doing them to get experience. And, um, you know, Jerry, a lot of times doesn't like athletes to race unless he feels like they're fully prepared. And we've talked about this and he's like, we can't really wait for you to be fully prepared because you won't have enough time to get the experience. So a lot of races I'm doing, I'm going out and just trying to learn how to be a runner and how to race like one. So tell me about that mentally, because for so long, you were a triathlete who was at the, not just the top of your game, you're at the top of the game. You're an (laughs) Olympic gold medalist. Is it humbling to go back and, you know, not that you're starting from scratch. You've obviously, you're an amazing athlete. You've been running for a long time. But like you said, this is, this is different. This is something new. So mentally, what's that like? Yeah, it's definitely really difficult. And it it does feel like I'm starting from scratch. That's what it does feel like to me. And, um, days are hard. It's really hard. You know, I go and I put the work in and I'll see a little glimmer of hope, like a good workout. And then, I'll just get my butt handed to me a week later. And it's like, oh my gosh, like what is happening? It's, it's difficult. Um, but you know, I, I know what I want to do. I know what I believe I'm capable of doing and I know that I just need to continue to work. And I think, you know, I've talked about this so many times, but looking at all these athletes that I saw last year as well, kind of in their first or second year with Jerry and now seeing them, in their second or third year and how much better they are. I just know that this is the right group for me. This is where I, I can reach my potential. And that's what excites me. You know, I, I have, I'm so old school and I have actually like, I have two journals going, um, like handwritten journals and I write down things every day, um, you know, that I do well, things that I could improve. And that really keeps me motivated day to day. Um, and you know, every time I write in that journal, it's with the the big picture of, of the Olympics and, as well, I have my son Stanley to to always distract me, you know, when it when times get really tough and I come home and I'm like, oh my God, what in the world am I doing? And I see Stan and everything just appears and um, it's just, it's amazing. Let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. If you're going to be training for, say, a marathon or the Olympics, you're probably going to want some entertainment along the way. And the best way to listen to your music or your favorite podcasts on the run is with Aftershock's wireless headphones. Aftershock's makes the best running headphones on the market. They're sweat resistant, very important for those long summer training runs, durable and super comfortable. They're wireless, so you don't have to worry about sticky gel-covered cords smacking against your chest as you run, and they weigh basically nothing. I put mine on and tend to forget I'm wearing them. Go to ontherun.aftershocks.com for $55 off your Aftershocks Trex Air or Trex Titanium wireless headphone bundle, which includes a branded shoe bag, sport belt, and water bottle. Now let's hear more from Gwen Jorgensen. Well, I want to ask about that too, because this is really the first time you've trained for something, you know, on a pretty grand scale. 
since becoming a mom. So I yeah. want to know how has that factored into your training? What are what makes it hard? You just said something wonderful, which is that, you know, it can be a nice distraction or it can yes. just help you calm. Tell me a little bit more about how being a mom has factored into your training. Yeah, you know, I think um, there's been a lot of factors. I didn't, I was breastfeeding. I breastfed through about 10 months for him and I didn't realize how much energy that was taking. Um, and then even when I stopped breastfeeding, my hormones went crazy when they were readjusting back to normal. And I was like, felt like I was having anxiety attacks and I was crying. I was like, what is going on? So there's all these factors emotionally and hormonally that, um, were going on that I feel like have now at least adjusted. Cause I'm no longer breastfeeding. Like I'm getting my period now, like everything is back status quo, which is really nice. Um, but you know, learning just things like, I, I need a nap every day. Like as a professional athlete, you need to put your feet up, you need to rest. And, um, it took a while to kind of figure out, okay, how can I time it so that I'm napping and, and Stanley's napping, but then also, you know, I want to have time to, to play and interact and, and, and be present with Stanley when I have the opportunity. So, you know, learning to, to balance all that has, um, you know, been kind of, uh, difficult, but I feel like I have a really good, a really good system right now. And thankfully, Patrick's there to, to help me out as well. Well, power to you. It's um, it's absolutely amazing what you're doing. And I'm also curious, you, you know, I loved that the last time we talked, you had just put this big goal out about 2020 and about wanting to go to the Olympics, medal in the marathon. I love that you put that out there because I think a lot of people aren't willing to put the big, scary, audacious goals out there. For you, the decision to announce that big goal, is that... Tell me about that. Like, is that to hold yourself accountable? Is it to motivate you? Is it intimidating at all? Or kind of how do you feel about putting your goals out there? I think it it used to be intimidating, but something that I've learned is I perform well if I am open and honest about my goals. I believe, you know, if I put it out in the universe, I have a higher chance of accomplishing it. I also believe that putting the goal out there does hold me accountable. It also holds my team accountable. You know, all my support group, my coach, my husband, um, my nutritionist, my, you know, physiologist, like all these people, they know what I'm trying to accomplish. And, and they then know, you know, what the what the goal is and, and what we're shooting for. And I think that's really important um, just for everyone around me and, and for myself to have that. All right. So now that you've gone all in on running, do you miss the bike and the swim at all? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> you know, I, um, I used to hate, I just hated swimming so much at the end, like every day it was, I had to go in and, and do the work in the pool because I, you know, if I wanted to be successful, I knew I needed to do that, but I hated it. Um, so to be able to not do that has been wonderful. I actually, I probably still get in the water once a week for about 30 minutes just to sometimes like flush out the legs. It just feels a little nice after all that pounding to kind of flush it all out. Um, but you won't see me in there for more than 30 minutes. I actually got in the other day for, um, it was literally, I swam 200 meters and the lifeguard goes, you're getting out. And I'm like, yeah, please don't judge. Like I, I just wanted to splash. Like, don't judge me. I'm, I'm hiding now. I'm running away. Um, but I think, you know, I kind of miss, I miss riding a little bit, but, um, cause I actually, I really do enjoy bike rides, but at the same time, I love running so much more. So I, I, I don't even really think about it that much. I love it. Okay. So you haven't officially announced your fall marathon. 
We know you're going to run one. I'm very excited for the announcement. I have a, <laughs> I have a hunch, but I won't say it here <laughs> without giving away the big reveal. Can you tell me a little bit what your goals are for your fall marathon and what you're working on now to build toward those? Yeah, you know, um, I I'm really excited to to run a fall marathon and um, it's in the works. It'll be announced very shortly. So um, I I know which one it is. Um, obviously, we're just kind of waiting to to finalize it all, but. My goal is um, to go in and and to run a, a solid marathon. Um, you know, I'm not going in anticipating that I'm going to go for the win. Um, we're going to kind of just see. Um, you know, I want to have a very solid race, and um, we're going to see how training goes, and we're going to base how training goes. Um, once we see that, we're going to kind of extrapolate, oh, we, this is what the time we think we can go. And that's what I'm going to shoot for. Um, and if that's, you know, fast enough to win the race, awesome. If not fine. Um, you know, we just want to get kind of like a solid race in where the last, you know, 10 K or whatever is, is really strong and solid and, and fast. So, um, you know, just kind of learning how to, to race a marathon. Um, cause I, I don't know how to do that at all. So we're just kind of going in to try to get that experience and, and hopefully have a, a positive result. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to cheer you on with, you know, obviously it's 2018. Now we know that the Olympics are in 2020. Do you know about how many marathons you'll race between now and the trials? I have no idea. Um, you know, I trust Jerry completely and I know that he has a master plan in his head, but, um, yeah, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm someone who, you know, Jerry gives me the next, um, focus goal. And for me right now is a fall marathon. And that's all I really focus on for this time being. And once that's done, once that's done, I'll probably sit down with Jerry again and and we'll discuss, you know, okay, what's the next big, um, goal to help me, you know, be as prepared as I, as I can be for, for the trials and the Olympics. I love that. You just get to be the workhorse. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're good at that. You're awesome. Okay. So Stanley, Stanley's one. I know, in like a week. I know, it's so sad. He's so big. He's so fun. I have loved all the videos that you share of him, all the photos. I've loved watching him, you know, via Instagram grow up. Oh, thanks. And I love your family. Tell us a little bit about Stanley. Like, as a one-year-old, what's he up to? What are his tricks? What's, you know, what's going on in Stanley's world? Well, he has lots of tricks, but (laughs) some of the things that I'm thinking of right now are just like some of the traits he gets from me. And it's actually been I he gets so frustrated so like if he can't do something he just like gets so mad like if he's just trying to put like a screw top on something and it falls off he'll just be like Arr! and he'll get like bright red and so frustrated and I'm like that's me like <laughs> he totally has that from me and I and I'm trying to like reason with him and I'm like Stanley it's okay it's gonna take time to learn everything won't come immediately and I'm just like thinking why can't you tell this to yourself Gwen you can like totally be rational with your baby who can't understand you but you can't do it with yourself so it's kind of funny to see um some of those personality traits come out and I just have to laugh sometimes because it just reminds me of myself in in some regard (laughs) (laughs) and what traits does he have from Pat He's very lovey, um, very, 
excited like if I whenever I come home so excited to see me wants to give me like crawls right over gives me a huge hug um that's definitely a pat thing so um you know he definitely has a a loving heart like that which is just incredible oh you have some good boys in your life I love hearing about it all right so my next question is totally selfish uh we touched on this on your last episode but now I am currently 29 weeks pregnant so I want to hear about you you know we talked about you coming back to to fitness, to working out after having Stanley. But lately you've been really vocal about stressing the importance of pelvic floor. Yes. Pelvic floor PT, which I love. So tell me a little bit now that, now that it's been a year, can you reflect a little bit on returning to working out what you did well and what you would have done differently? Oh, you know, um, I probably would have taken a little more time. You know, I, I tried to run, two weeks after I, I gave birth and I went out for a run and I came back and I was just like, I can't like it. That was horrible. It was just horrific. Um, and so I had to take more time then after that. And I think I just, you know, I think as well, I think what I would have done differently is I would have seen a pelvic floor PT before I gave birth. Um, they can really help tell, where your your muscles are most relaxed so they can tell a position that will help get baby out safely and, and easier. Um, so that's something that I wish I would have done. And then coming back to exercise, just you got to be patient. It's so hard. And I felt like it was taking forever. And I'm like, I'm never going to get back to running. This is ridiculous. It's been it's like a year. And then all of a sudden, it was a month or two and I was like, whoa, actually it went by pretty quick. So I think, you know, you just need to be patient with yourself. I really do think it's so important to see a pelvic floor PT and, and do those exercises. Some of the exercises, a lot of them are very just mundane and, um, you feel like you're not even doing exercise because you're basically just firing muscles, but it's so important to, to have that solid base before you start training. The loaded question. And we, you know, we've touched on a lot of it, but if I were to just ask what's next for Gwen Jorgensen, what would you tell me? Besides the fall marathon? Yeah, I know that's the big one, but what else? Any, <laughs> anything else we should know about? Um, well, Stanley's birthday is coming up and oh. I'm having a little bit of difficulty trying to decide what to make him because I want like a smash cake or whatever they do, but he doesn't really like dessert. So that's like all that's on my mind lately is like, what in the world am I going to make him? Because he loves blue cheese and hummus. I'm like, am I going to make him a blue cheese like pie or I don't know. So that's kind of the next big thing is Stanley's (laughs) one year birthday and we're not going to throw a party, but it'll be a pat. It'll actually be like the first time. So we're I feel like a horrible parent, but we didn't like Pat and I didn't get him Christmas gifts or we haven't gotten him any gifts ever, but we feel like one year we need to actually like step up and get him something. So the clock is ticking. I need to figure out what I'm going to bake them and what I'm going to buy them. I mean, it sounds like a hunk of blue cheese and you're good. (laughs) That's true. And that's (laughs) a thing. People serve like they call them cheesecakes at their weddings now. It's just like, yeah, it's I'm sure it's on like Pinterest or something, but it's just like it's like stacks of different sized wheels of cheese and people (laughs) serve that and that's their wedding cake. So I'm saying he would love it. I love that he's one and he eats blue cheese. That's amazing. It's his favorite cheese. It's his favorite food. It's ridiculous. It's yes. He has a amazing palette. <laughs> so cute. All right. Before I let you go, we end these episodes with a little confidence boost. So before I let you go, tell me three things that you love about yourself. Oh, man. Um, this is maybe going to sound 
weird, but I love that I'm stubborn. I believe it um, gives me a lot of strength. Um, I love that I have an amazing husband and son and that um, they chose me and that I chose them. And I love that I'm going after what I love and what I want to do. Um, you know, I, I feel like I finally have the opportunity to, to do something I love and truly follow truly follow my passion. So yes, there's three. Love it. Gwen, you inspire me so much. I love getting to chat with you. I love your family and I love your life. And I'm so excited for all the great <laughs> things you have going on. Thank you for taking the time to come on the show and just wishing you lots of love, strength, luck, awesomeness, and can't wait to watch you crush your goals. Thanks, Allie. You too. And I hope the rest of your pregnancy and birth goes very smoothly. Thank you. I know I don't ask birth questions to people because I get too nervous because there's like... It's <laughs> a good idea. Yeah. Yes. It's either like, well, it was amazing and beautiful or it's like the opposite of that. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, we'll ask about the coming back after part. Yes. And everyone's everyone's so different. It's just no one's will ever be the same story. So you just, it's a good idea to just stick to your own. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Gwen. Yep. All right, All right Allie. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Alley on the Run show. We have one more episode to go during What's New With You week, so I will see you back here tomorrow when we'll be catching up with Sarah Sellers. To keep tabs on What's New With Me, you can always find me on Instagram and Twitter at Alley on the Run 1 or on the Alley on the Run Facebook page. Thank you again to Aftershocks for sponsoring What's New With You week on the Alley on the Run show. Remember to go to ontherun.aftershocks.com to get $55 off your wireless headphone bundle. Now go define your dreams and figure out exactly how you're going to make them happen. No pressure. And thanks for joining me on the run.